Happy Valentine's Day. It's not your mama's Christine Podcast. Welcome everybody. Not your mama's Christine Podcast. Christine Podcast. Don't take yourself too seriously. I am your host, Shane. But Pastor Shane to you, Eric. You're not Pastor Shane to me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, great, Barely buddy. call you Shane. Yeah. I never use your name. What do you use? What? what? I don't know. Idiot. What? Dummy. I never. I rarely, I rarely say, no, maybe I do. Yeah, it's just because it's just like nagging all the time. Shane, do this. Shane, do that. Shane, what do I nag about? Shane, take more pictures of me and post it on the Instagram. Oh, is that page. what I nag about? Yeah. Base, here's okay. <laughs> First off, <laughs> here's what's happening. I'm getting sick and tired of doing absolutely everything. <laughs> we get paid a little bit of money now. You get some of that money now. Uh-huh. So like every month, you walk away with like ten bucks. I walk away with ten bucks. <laughs> we live life. <laughs> yeah. We we quit our we quit our normal jobs. <laughs> lived off the podcasting money. And so I was like, hey, now that you're like getting a little bit of money, can you like do anything? And but what did like, I say to you when you when you told me that? Uh, you said keep the money then. <laughs> yeah. I said you keep the money so I don't have to do anything. No, I'd rather you have the money and you help a little bit here. I would rather you have the money and me not help. <laughs> I know. I know you would because you're selfish. That's why. Oh, no, because you I'm... want to reap the benefit of me doing the work yeah. without doing anything for it. Yeah. And yeah. I won't stand for it. I won't stand for it anymore. <laughs> unless, unless we got a little bit more, then I then I would. Oh, that's what it oh yeah. I can buy you out. Yeah. I, yeah. I can give you a little That's how it works. So I was like like for example, Shane, I, I went to our Instagram recently, and if it's not <laughs> a picture of the, the the actual episode, it's a picture of you. It's never a picture of me. Because guess who takes the picture? Because I am the face of the podcast. We have you established are not the this. Face. No, we have we, not. We all agreed when we started that, that that would be the case. You who agreed. You do the grunt work, the behind the scenes no, work. No one agreed to that. I'll be the pretty face. I just knew. Okay, let's. We've done a lot of these episodes now. People yeah. don't remember some of the stuff. When we first started, when we thought of the idea, it was you, mm-hmm. me, and Topper, who's ex host, yeah. pouring out RIP. When we did an episode, when we started it, we were trying to think of a name. We were trying to think of everything. And I remember it. we didn't know how to edit it. We didn't know how to do any of that stuff. So someone had to learn it. And yeah. I learned it. And I knew because I really wanted to do a podcast. You guys were willing to and kind of excited. But yeah. I was the one who really wanted to do one. I knew if I asked you or uh-huh. Topper to do a podcast, we would not do a podcast. Yeah. I knew that would happen. Yeah. Because it would... Any extra work. So I was like, I'm going to do it and make sure we get this podcast started. And now that we've grown in listeners yeah. and we're a little more successful than when we first started, yeah. you'd think you'd help a little bit. But now I'm stuck. Well, Eric. I'm stuck editing Eric, did, and I'm stuck doing all the grunt work because you don't I, know how to do it now. Did I or did I not just take a picture of you? I, I, you did. Thanks. So guess what? I'm going to post that on our Instagram page today and say... <laughs> yesterday. And, yeah, well, yesterday for the listeners, but I'm going to post it today and say, hey, we're getting ready, getting ready for the episode tomorrow. <laughs> oh, is that what you're going to post? Recording. Oh, wow. Here's we're going to go we viral like. with that one, huh? Yeah, it's going to get all the people. It really, it's just, it's just so that you will stop complaining. <laughs> one picture is not going to be enough. <laughs> I, am a, I am a master complainer. Yeah, that's true. Hey. Anyways, hey, guess what? guess what happens this week? Um... Uh, I don't know. What's this week? Oh, Eric, you're going to get in so much trouble. It's Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I already celebrated. Oh, that's why. We went out. Yeah, once we celebrated, it's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't, I did my work. I did my work. Yeah, we celebrated Valentine's Day when Shane and I were kids, and still now, but 
Um, our last name is Valenstein. Yeah, it hadn't changed. And some people say Valenstein. Yeah. Um, and every Valentine's Day, we got it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. happy Valentine's Day. You're not original. <laughs> You're not original. We yeah. all heard it. And then we started making that joke, and then people would purposely do it because we made the joke. Yeah, because Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love it. <laughs> Same as like people would always call me Shane on accident, and then I, they knew I didn't like that because yeah. I don't like so being called you. Purpose. So then yeah, they'd be like, hey, Shane. I'm like, okay, really, really funny. Yeah. See, nobody, nobody calls me Eric, but people call me Sean. Sean. Sometimes. Yeah, Shane's a stupid name. That's yeah. why. And well, Sean, Sean would make more sense. Well, anyways, hey, so for Valentine's Day, when you, when, when you've got kids, then you can't really cel- celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. I think it's hard. I mean, I'm sure people do, but can. it's hard. To go out with your I am a significant other. I'm a huge fan of not doing it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, and I so is Erica. So we went out Sunday. We're like, let's do it on Sunday. Yeah. And there was I didn't have to get a reservation. I did get a reservation, but I showed up there and I was like, I'm not gonna tell them I have a reservation. Because <laughs> there was there's plenty of seats. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to be embarrassed, be like, hey, reservation for two. They're like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they would so wherever okay, you want. Yeah, literally the whole, <laughs> whole place open. <laughs> so I didn't tell them. Um, that already had a reservation, but yeah, so like you don't have to worry about that. You yeah. don't have to worry about cer- uh, certain things. Getting a babysitter is a little more expensive on Valentine's Day, or it can be. Or you just, yeah, it, it's really hard because nobody on on these big holidays. Same thing with New Year's Eve. You don't really want to ask a sitter to come and watch your kids on these sort of holidays because, uh, you know, they, they want to normally go in out and celebrate or do yeah. whatever yeah. so we do the same thing we don't celebrate valentine's day on valentine's day yeah we'll, we'll just do it the weekend before or after and i'm not i well, before i was married i was saying like i absolutely hated valentine's day yeah just because it's like a reminder of my <laughs> loneliness um, but and that's but the then, thing too it's like it, i don't want to even ask a sitter because it's like hey i know that you've got nobody <laughs> hey, no one loves you right so <laughs> right. you can come here i, I don't want to do you know and that, obviously we don't think that uh, but that's you know it, it just feels weird i don't know being like hey you're single and got no way to hang out with so why don't yeah. you come watch my kids i remember so, those days so i can go being and hang single out with on valentine's day yeah i would go out to a restaurant with another single friend <laughs> yeah and that's what you should do like yeah. it, that's what i would do too is if if i was single valentine's day i'm going out with, with different friends we're going to go and erica, have fun erica normally um since we don't do anything on Valentine's Day, she normally does. Like this Valentine's Day, she's going out with somebody else who she knows is single. Oh, really? Because yeah, because I was like, we're not doing anything. Yeah. I don't really care. I'll, I'll, uh, like, I'll probably get her flowers. <sighs> she listens though. Oh, she's gonna be, it's no. gonna be ruined. It's only, I've only got her flowers. Ruined. <laughs> only got her flowers every year for uh, <laughs> all as long as we've been together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she normally does that because we don't. Valentine's Day is nothing. Actually, we do more for the kids on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day now, the actual day. And then we do our thing separately. What yeah. we do, which I know I've talked about probably last year, but you probably no one remembers this. Um, what Erica and I do for Valentine's Day, which I highly recommend you start doing, Shane. I know. I, I, I recommend start doing it. I every listener that's married that you do this. What we do is we take turns planning Valentine's Day. Ooh. And it was my wife's idea. Because Ooh. it can't be the guy's idea to be stereotypical. <laughs> to be stereotypical, um, most of the time the guys plan that that holiday. Um, so it's really hard to be like, "Hey, I always plan this thing." You want to maybe like, you want to <laughs> contribute a little bit. You want to go have these? <laughs> you want to go have these on this? She goes, "No, holesies." <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that from? Uh, what is that movie? What is that movie is it from? It's not a movie. Oh. It's a TV show. What was it? The Office. Oh, yeah, when Andy yeah. goes to Dwight and he said he has a Snickers bar. Yeah, right. Hey, want to go have these? No, holesies. And he just takes the whole Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my wife's idea was, hey, why don't we 
instead of like we instead of you just always playing Valentine's Day or we figure it out together, mm-hmm. why don't we just take turns figuring out who plans it and the other one doesn't do anything? So one year it's all me. I figure out the babysitting now. I figure out everything we're doing. She doesn't do a single thing. All I do is tell her the time they'd be yeah. ready. And then it's a surprise. And it's I like it because then I get to like really think. I try to be creative. Not that we do anything like crazy special. Yesterday we went to uh, a really cool coffee shop and then we went to a uh, uh, place for dinner. And then afterwards we went to this place where we got dessert and it was really high up. You could see the whole city, Baltimore mm-hmm. City. Um, so that was it. So And then the next year she completely plans everything. And I don't have to do a single thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nothing. I just mm-hmm. tell me when to be there and I'll be ready. And yeah. then she plans it all. And, and then it's always like more... Something that she thinks I would, she thinks I would like, yeah. which is perfect. See, which well, is what that's I want. that's you know that sounds like a really good idea, but I know uh, when when my wife listens to this, I know I know what she's gonna say. Shane, you wouldn't like that, anyways, because you're really it, controlling. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to doing things and events and I don't know those sort of things. I I like to be the one who makes who who makes the plans. Yeah, well, maybe this is a way for you to grow. I know, to I know. Release you know control, what? yeah, because God tells you to release control. That's true. Um, so you maybe I'm is not. A way to I'm do not that. controlling in any other area besides this. Besides what's this? Besides planning fun things. Uh, I would. De- I would debate that. Oh, you would. I mean, I, like, unless you put this under the same category, but we did squares for for um Doing for the Super fun Bowl. Things. Yeah, I guess so. And you had to control that uh-huh. whenever we play basketball. Oh no, I didn't have to control that. I stepped yes, up on that because nobody did. else would. Yeah, right. You want to make Please. you want you want someone else to do it, but you want to make sure they do it correctly. So you're gonna micromanage well, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna fact check you. See, exactly. So you're controlling it. Yeah, because um, it needs to be done right. Whenever we play basketball, even if someone else keeps score, you have to keep score. Too. Hold on a second. Okay. Nope, sometimes someone else can keep score. When I would pl- when we you're play basketball, on that score. when we would play basketball. And there's not a score, but it's just pick a basketball. And anytime that I would be subbed out or I wouldn't even be there, you guys would be lost without me. Nobody <laughs> yeah. knew the score. Whatever you got to tell yourself. Admit it. <laughs> Whatever you gotta tell Nobody yourself. knew the score. You need me. No, the problem was you sheltered us for so long <laughs> that we were fault. not. We were we could we were dependent now. Well, you know what? And you, you did that on purpose. You sheltered that. me for so long in this podcast, and now I can't help in the All editing right, I'll process. I'll make a deal with you. Next time we play basketball, I'll keep score then. <laughs> okay, and then you can do all this. <laughs> wow. But anyways, yeah. I, so have a happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. We're gonna do. Um, we're gonna do. What, well, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Do you know? We're we're just going out this Saturday, and uh, we're gonna go not dinner. On, not, on Val- not on Valentine's. Wait, are you gonna do anything on Valentine's Day? Actual Valentine's. Well, Day? Last year we we took Camden out somewhere, mm-hmm. um, so like us three went somewhere and did something. So we'll yeah. probably do something like that. But I don't have anything planned yet. Nothing planned. Oh, you get, you're waiting until the last minute for that Saturday plan, huh? You're gonna make a reservation somewhere because it's gonna be really hard now. Relax. <laughs> I'm just saying, Lauren. I hope you're listening. Your husband. Wow. Your husband has a Put a thought into Valentine's. I have. <laughs> you, Lauren, you better start taking it over <laughs> because you may, may got to make him let let you take it wow. over. Wow, that's amazing. You're the one who just admitted it. You just said you don't have anything planned. So. I said that I have some things in the works. No, you did not. I have some you things did not in say the that. works. Rewind. I'm Everyone rewinded. Press You're the right. 30 I didn't seconds. say. It. I didn't. I'm saying it now. 
I have some things in the works, and I'm coming to some final decisions. <laughs> oh, of no, exactly. You know what, what that sounds like? It's like someone that hasn't done anything because <laughs> you cannot. No one can check you on that. So it's, you know what? I've done. I've done some, done, done, some research. I haven't done I've the got some ideas. Yeah, you googled a couple I've got things. Some ideas. Oh yeah, you do. What are you do? A restaurant. A great idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta eat. Yeah, you have some ideas. Maybe, you know, we maybe we're gonna go down to DC. Oh, maybe we'll that, go see a show. Oh, we'll oh, you do have some plans. I do. <laughs> But I You're don't want to give them away. You ruin it now. You should tell Lauren not to listen to the episode until after Valentine's Day, oh, okay. after Saturday. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe. But I'm going to tell her to listen. To okay, it. yeah. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> I do have an idea of a show that that I've been wanting to All take right. her to. Here's the deal. You're about to tell. You're about to tell us, Lauren, if you're listening. Just put it on pause. earmuffs. Earmuffs. Skip ahead. Yeah. Skip right. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there's like this really cool, fun, like m- magic duel comedy show in DC. Please don't take it to a magic show. <laughs> it's a magic duel. <laughs> two magicians. What's the duel? Oh, they're they're magicking off. <laughs> yeah, and it's a comedy it's show. Like a dance process. off with magic. Maybe we'll go do that. Oh, and it's a comedy show. Yeah, what was it's the both. one dude that was always on Comedy Central that did the magic stuff? Oh, the amazing um, uh, Brian or something. Like yes, that? I think it's the the amazing Magic Mike. No, no, that that is not a comedy. Google it. That is not a comedy magician. Um, Magic God, Mike is. I not. think I think it was the amazing Brian or. Yeah, I think it was too. He had like he had an assistant, and he would try to do all these magic tricks, and he would end up like hurting himself in the process, or it looked like he would hurt himself. And... It's not the amazing Brian. <laughs> I just googled it. It's the amazing something. Uh, Jonathan, it's amazing Jonathan. Amazing Jonathan. Oh. Yeah, look that guy up. He was funny. At least when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. he was funny. Yeah, is he still around? I'd go see him. Uh, I mean, he's still alive. Is that what you're asking? I mean, doing shows. He's 60 years old now. Well, yeah, I guess so. As far as I know, anyways. maybe that's where you're gonna go. But yeah, he's funny. Look him up on YouTube. But anyways, yeah. So all right, that's. I bet she's gonna love that magic show. <laughs> if there's anything I know, magic gets the ladies. It's uh, it's magic comedy. You comedy should learn magic. some magic for. I'm, I she'll love it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that a lot. All right. Well, we're gonna do some more Valentine's Day stuff after the break. Yeah. But there's something we want to get to beforehand. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have necessarily anything to do with Valentine's Day. So we're kind of cutting the. Valentine's it's just Day something stuff, that happened uh, in in our local area. Yeah. That I think is a real that we both were like this is a great topic to talk about because mm-hmm. most people that listen to this podcast are people that go to church i would yeah. say they're they're christians um so i think this is a topic to be discussed but shane why don't you you know actually a little more about it yeah um so why don't you tell us uh kind of some of the stuff mm-hmm. that we that we learned this week from this church yeah so there's uh there's this church called lighthouse church in in uh, Glen Burnie, maryland it's one of the biggest churches in the state of maryland mm-hmm. it's huge and it's um we know a lot of people who go there i know people who left my church to go there <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, it's i've never been there personally. i've never been there i don't know the pastor but i've that. only up to this point, I've only heard really good things about it, and, and yep. it seems like lives are being changed, and Jesus is working there, and that's an awesome thing, and uh, we don't really have any sort of relationship with the pastor. I've never met him, talked to him, or anything like that. We should um, have tried to get him on. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be interested or not. But uh, he's... Uh, We're, uh, he would have been interested. We're not your mom's Christian, but... <laughs> He'd come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, he would have. Uh, but uh, he, um, uh, I was on Facebook this past week, and I saw that there's a person who attended, um, or yeah, I guess attended uh, Lighthouse Church, and they they made a Facebook post about their uh, ministry standards at Lighthouse Church that is sent out to volunteers. Yeah. If you are going to volunteer in a certain area, then there are standards that they want you to adhere to. Now, we don't know what area she was trying to volunteer nope. at. Our guess was children is what our guess is, but we don't know. We, it seems we just, like it seems like an area where you're teaching people. Yeah, you have more responsibility. 
but we don't know that for sure. Yeah, because it's us reading into it. Yeah. Um, and so this this was an email that was sent to her, and uh, they it is everything. The first it talks about how there are standards that they have for volunteers to serve in their ministry areas. And then they and then it goes into detail about those standards. And there are three areas that they are specifically talking about: sexual behavior, substance abuse, and social media. There, these are the three issues that surface the most according to the the e- the post that that is that is created. This person who may, who who shared this post or put this post out there, and at this point it has over a thousand comments and two hundred and eighteen shares, was very upset and offended by this by this post and by these standards. So let's look at some of the standards first, and then we'll say what she posted. Then we'll kind of discuss it. So yeah. um, the three standards, like I'll, I'll read some of the sexual sure. behavior one. This is from the email that what that lighthouse sent out. Yeah. Um, so, and, and we feel okay sharing this because it is public knowledge at this point. It is out there. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Facebook and on, on social media. It's not like this is a secret thing that we are that we are yeah. blowing up or anything. So um, it says, uh, like, I'm just going to skip down because there's a whole thing. It talks about uh, a bunch of stuff. But um, it says, all sexual activity outside of marriage is sinful and dishonoring to God. This includes premarital sex, adultery, prostitution, and homosexual behavior. Leaders who embrace choices or behaviors that conflict with uh, this teaching will eventually find themselves having to pretend to be something they are not, believe something that they don't. In an effort to protect you from a potentially awkward situation and to ensure that our volunteers remain above reproach, First Timothy 3, we ask the following, regardless of sex... Regarding sexual activity outside of biblical marriage, if you are pursuing or involved in a sexual activity outside of biblical marriage, we ask you, do not volunteer at this time. Regarding pornography, if you're struggling with viewing pornography material, we ask that you, we ask that you not volunteer at this time. Regarding your gender identity, if you are conflicted about your gender identity, we ask that you do not volunteer at this time. Regarding same-sex relationships, if you are pursuing or involved in a same-sex relationship, physically or emotionally, we ask that you do not volunteer at this time. So that was the sex one. The other ones, like substance abuse, they're basically saying, we don't want you to be addicted to drugs. And if you have had struggles in the past, we want there to be a certain amount of time. Well, it says things like, if you have been arrested or convicted of an alcohol or drug-related offense in the last 12 months, we ask that you not volunteer at this time. Mm-hmm. If uh, if you have less than 12 months of sobriety from alcohol or drug abuse, we ask that you do not volunteer at this time. Yeah. And marijuana, same thing. Yeah, so that one wasn't like, people aren't really talking about that part as much. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about social media, just basically like that we, we ask that you use your social media to like post things that are honoring to God. While we realize this is a judgmental call, your social media footprint should never jeopardize your testimony to the people we serve at Lighthouse. And honestly, that's that's good advice in general for your life <laughs> when it yeah. comes to social media. Yeah. You yeah. should think about what you post and what you put out there because there are so many people who have lost jobs or not, or their career have been de- derailed because of social media. So, yeah. um, so this person, and those are screenshots of the email, and then she put a post. Shane, why don't you just read the post? I apologize now if you go to Lighthouse Church in Glen Burnie and get offended by this, but I will no longer be attending or volunteering. This is ridiculous. You're supposed to be a church that welcomes everyone. I always struggled with church and religion, and going to Lighthouse started to change my mind. Well, never mind now. I'm a mother of three kids. Nope, I've never been married, and yes, I practice premarital sex, so guess I can't serve. I'm so upset. Glad I didn't purchase my tickets to Love Weekend, which is an event that, that Lighthouse does, but I had volunteered, so scratch my name off. This is in no way bashing the church. 
This is my opinion. This is an email that was sent to me from the new com- from the new connections director at Lighthouse. I did not make this up. Also, this is only for people who want to volunteer. You do not need to sign this to attend. I choose not to attend anymore because I am not comfortable attending somewhere. My help is not welcomed. And then there's a little a couple other things at the bottom of the post, but that's those are the important that's the majority, things. That's the majority. That's of the majority it, yeah. of it. So, so as she stated, um, this is this is not a requirement to attend the church. This yeah. is only for people who want to serve or volunteer in, I guess, a certain area. So, Eric, my my guess would be it's children's ministry or mm-hmm. some kind of teaching ministry. So maybe like a small group leader, right? Um, so here's what I say: if that is a, if that is sent out to anyone who wants to volunteer in any capacity, then I'm I don't agree with it. Yes, because I do believe you need to have like varying degrees when it mm-hmm. comes to volunteering. Because I do think that allowing someone to be on a team or volunteer is a great way to get them plugged in. Yeah, but at the same time, you you do need to have standards when it comes to children. So there are certain areas where where I even want non Christians if they want to mm-hmm. volunteer, go ahead and volunteer. Yeah, we like we'll let. Uh, someone who plays drums or bass, yeah. be anyone, yeah. But you can't lead worship, right? Unless, you don't, you unless don't, you're a certain standard. Yeah, it's not required that you believe in Jesus Christ to serve a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. You know, or or to smile and welcome somebody mm-hmm. at the door. Yeah, that's that's okay. I think that that is encouraging mm-hmm. to a, to and and it's helping build relationships and it it is a reason for that person to keep coming. Yeah, if you want to be part of the Karen Outreach team, yeah, then like. You can just you can come and not even be a member of our church if you want to help with some of that stuff. Right. So, um, I I'm gonna assume, and I don't know if it's safe to assume, but I'm gonna assume that this is probably for something like children. Is yeah. my guess. Um, because I that, I'm gonna be honest, we have the exact same standard. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a standard that that we have at church that because the big thing is, and I think the thing that she's kind of missing is this this is a church. Yeah. So there is certain standard that we get biblically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, that, and I'm okay with a church saying, here's our standard. And we, if you're going to do certain ministry, you need to live by the standard, yeah. um, because you're modeling that. In fact, I think it would be a huge red flag for a church if they didn't have any standard when it came to children. Yeah. Um, one, one complaint I used to hear a lot about Lighthouse was, oh, that they, they just never preach like truth stuff. They just, you can, there's so many people that go and like they're living together and they're having mm. sex, or whatever, and they never hear about that stuff. And now I see this like, well, they obviously are preaching some of it because they're not hiding behind that because mm-hmm. this is going to only hurt when it comes to what people are going to feel like they can come. But at the end of the day, you do need to have a standard. And as a church, you need to have some kind of standard. So I don't see, I really don't see anything wrong with what is said on this email. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that we both kind of see wrong, I'll let you talk on it, is. That it was done over email. Yeah, yeah. I think that this is this. It can be dangerous to just send this in an email. And there may have been other conversations outside of this. And maybe this email is a hey, follow this, through, uh, follow through, or follow, follow up. up. We don't know the answer to that. But if this is the first time that this person had seen these standards or heard them, was in an email where she's already done training and she's already done a background check and all those sort of things. And now it's like, okay, here's the last step. In order to serve, you just need to sign this covenant. And boom, here it is. And she didn't know anything about it. Then that's just poor communication. Yeah, I don't think that it's a uh, uh, you know reason to to get uh, for it to turn into what it has turned into. But I believe that it's poor communication, and it could have been handled a little bit differently and a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I make 
plenty of mistakes running ministry all the time too, and we don't want to come off sounding like like we know everything or, or any of those sort of things, but we're just giving our opinion and our perspective of it. Yeah. But this, it, well, I always try to make sure in, when, when I'm handling these sort of areas in, in, in our area of ministry is I want to have these conversations with a person. Mm-hmm. Not th- over a text message, not over email, not even over a phone call. I would rather go get coffee with a person or a few people and say, "Hey, this is where we're at. This is this is what we believe, and this is what we are looking for." If you don't want to buy into that, that's fine. Yeah, there's no problem with that. Uh, but if you're going to serve in any sort of a leadership or teaching role, yeah, that you are representing our church, then we want to make sure that you represent us in the way that we are okay with and represent. I mean, what there's asked them to do is not even rep. It's, it's representing them, but it's representing who you Jesus. believe. What do you believe? Yeah. Yes. So we don't, so imagine, so if they don't do anything like this, they don't have any standard that someone can come mm-hmm. hang out with the kids or hang out with students. Yeah. And then post like all these guys are sleeping with, or all these girls are sleeping with or mm-hmm. whatever else. That's completely opposite of what the church trying to preach. Like they can't, that's normal stuff that you don't want to allow happen when you're in a leadership role. Um, I do 100% agree. If this is the first time she's hearing about it over email, that's not a good way to do it. Um, Lighthouse is a big church, so it's harder for them to like con- connect with everybody. Yeah. But you can do... You have enough staff where you can do... like Which they might have done. Yeah. I don't know this. But you can do once a month or mm-hmm. or every other week a big children's meeting. And yeah. at that meeting, whoever's there say, here's our standard, just so you know. Mm-hmm. If you have any issues, come talk to me afterwards and like actually have a face one-on-one. Yeah. Because it... I understand how it can come across as judgmental to somebody who is probably more of a baby Christian, like yeah. this person is, because we the, guess my my yeah, and she might not be, but well, she says um, that she never really went to church all that yeah, much, yeah, yeah. and I so, always struggle with with church and religion. What what makes me sad is this person who struggled with it got plugged in mm-hmm. somewhere where she was starting to learn, and she was just starting. Yeah, she was, and then there. because she jumped into an area so quickly without understanding all the other things that come with it yeah. uh, when it comes to how you tr- when you truly follow Jesus certain things you're not going to do because the Bible is pretty clear about it mm-hmm. um, if you jump to that area so quick that and it wasn't handled in a way where like hey we know whatever it was just it's just over an email mm-hmm. if, if that's how it was now it's making it I'm never going to church ever again because of it right, and that's right. the sad that's, part that's to me that's really sad because at our church, if we have somebody that steps up that says, "Hey, I want to help with children," mm-hmm. and I know their life isn't where it needs to be in order to do that, yeah, then I'll sit and have coffee with them, and I'll explain in yeah. a nice way that I know they understand at the end of it. Like, I am so appreciative that you want to serve, yeah, and um, we want you to serve, yeah. But there are some things that we want to make sure that this is a good experience for you and it's beneficial. See, th- what people don't always understand when it comes to volunteering is that. The, when you are in charge of a ministry area, my, my priority is not the, the people who are volunteering. My priority are the people who are being ministered to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the children's ministry leader, my priority is not this person who wants to volunteer. I'm focused on what is the best possible environment that I can create for these children so that they can hear about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And if that upsets or offends a volunteer or a person who wants to get involved leading, I'm sorry, but you're not my number one priority. Mm-hmm. There is of, There are other ministry areas where that are focused on you, but if you want to serve in this area, I'm focused on the kids, and I want to make sure that I'm creating an opportunity for them, not for you. And, you, and it's easy to say, and I agree with that, mm-hmm. 
but let's put ourselves in the situation of a person who's brand new at church. Yeah. Then think about, so they're brand new at church, and when they go to serve, we understand what serving is. Yeah. It's a way to follow God's way to grow in your mm-hmm. faith. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's about you, then it's then it's not you shouldn't be doing it. It's yes. not, it shouldn't be about you. But a brand new person who's like, you know what, I'm gonna I, I'm like, I'm gonna give up some of my time. Yeah, to do yeah, it. yeah. And then you find Good out, company. hey, okay, great, you can't do any of this stuff now. And if you do, mm-hmm. then it feels like they're being judged, which they're not. But first off, he always says church church is no right to judge. Actually, biblically, Christian it says Christians should judge other Christians. Mm-hmm. That's that's biblic, yeah. biblical. We shouldn't judge people outside of our faith. Right. I shouldn't tell someone that doesn't believe in the Bible how they need to live because mm-hmm. they don't agree with the Bible terms. But if you do confess to be a follower of Jesus in a loving way, yeah. I shouldn't just judge anyone that I don't know in a way that I know someone. I it, Biblically, I am supposed to judge mm-hmm. how they are, not because I'm better, but because I care about them. Yeah. Um. So it's... From her perspective, I get why she'd be upset, and she even says, "Like I choose not to attend anymore because I'm not comfortable attending somewhere my help is not welcomed." Mm-hmm. So that that's very me centric, and I get why she's that because it, if she's brand new to church, she's like, yeah. "I mean, I'm giving up my time for this, yeah, and, and I'm not good enough for you, and I'm not good enough now." Which I understand that, which is why doing this over email is so hard because you can't right. express that. Mm-hmm. It, it's you you can't put tone or anything in an email. You're, so you're unable to express here's here's why we need to wait and we want yeah. you to grow or whatever. Um, but there's some other opportunities that you can serve even where you are now. Like that all can be done in a different way and yeah. starting to teach them what serving actually looks like yeah. and what it's supposed to be. But when it comes to a, a lot of the comments on this post, and we said there's over a thousand comments, and uh, most of them on um, on from what the girl shared on her page. Most of them are very negative about the church, uh, and it's coming from people who don't attend church, and they're and that's why. It's so, fr- as a pastor, it, this is like mortifying to me because somebody is taking something that we believe in that is, and, and they're throwing it out there to people who don't believe it to make us look worse, to to make the church look worse. And what people are missing, because everyone's saying, oh, I thought churches aren't supposed to judge. Um, and, the, and the pastor of this church is very open about this. He's a former addict. And yeah. so a lot of people are throwing that out there and are saying, oh, he's, he's a former addict. Who is he to throw stones? And he's not throwing stones. Because anybody can attend the church. Yeah. This is not this is not to walk into the church. This is to take on more leadership in the church and to take on more responsibility within the church. Mm-hmm. And they are representing the church. Yeah. That's what happens. And the thing they were saying is if you are living this lifestyle, yeah. just like that pastor who, yeah, he used to be uh, addicted to drugs, but he's not currently. Yeah. So if he was then he should be taken out yeah. like of, of leadership. Mm-hmm. If anyone in leadership, if they were, cause if you're living that lifestyle is what you're saying is like that, then that, that's different. Yeah. But it's not saying like, Hey, I know you've had, you have three kids and yeah. you've never been married. So guess what? You can't, if, if she said, Hey, I'd have three kids, but I've, I, I've, I am now Correct. committing myself to purity from here on out. Mm-hmm. She'd be able to serve. Yeah. But because she's like, but I'm still going to have sex because it's my yeah, whatever. That's then, what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So she just needs more learning and growing to do. It's just sad that it's that she's not going to do it yeah. now because of the way it was taken. This is this is kind of this reminds me of the whole uh, Colin Kaepernick and NFL situation because a lot of people have said, you know, it's ridiculous that Colin Kaepernick has not been on an NFL team in the last couple of years. And it's absurd, and, and he's good enough to be on a team, and I fully agree with that. But but what people are missing in regards to this, and, and this is not about whether or not 
Colin Kaepernick is right or wrong. I'm not talking about that because I I think that it doesn't matter. The what the point that people are missing is every NFL team has the right to say, you know what, he may help our team, mm-hmm. but we don't want him to represent us with what he stands for. Mm-hmm. And we want our organization to look a little bit differently than what he stands for and what he believes in. And so it's th- that team's prerogative to say, no, thanks. Yeah. We, we don't we don't want you representing us because and now if you if you change the way that you stood on it then okay and they're they're allowed to do that because yeah. they are a private run business mm-hmm. that is allowed to be represented and make whatever sort of uh, um, um, marketing scheme or or they want to look a certain way and stand for what they want to stand for and that's what they're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way with this church. They can decide, you know what, we want to be represented in a certain light. And that's what they're pursuing. You know, you would if you were a it's kind of like if you were a Republican and you wouldn't want to, a Democrat to come and represent the Republican Party because it's not the same. It's different. You know, so they're Yeah, but not that I'm saying this church did it, but yeah, you can choose who you want to represent you, but as I think when you make it about rep- okay, we got to represent the the way this church looks, mm-hmm. then go into really bad areas. Yeah. Uh, you can only represent us if you don't have certain color hair. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, so that's th- when that happens, then that church is being sinful. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. If you're saying we we only want people that are good that are in these leadership roles, not every role, leadership roles that are sticking by a a standard and a code of conduct when it comes mm-hmm. to being following Jesus that is found in scripture. Yeah. Not by us. It's yeah, found yeah, in the absolutely. Bible. Then 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 that then I'm okay with it. But if then you add to that code of conduct, yeah. that's what the Pharisees were doing. And and that's where all those laws came from. So like that's just because you're yeah, they have the right to do that. Any church should be like, no, mm-hmm. it you, you can't be doing that if you want to greet. If you want to play we you gotta believe if you want to be a bass mm-hmm. player here. Anyone can do that and I don't agree with any with that. But it's when you're put in certain leadership roles, you need to have standards because at the end of the day, as the pastor, you're going to be held accountable. Right. And if you put somebody that's going to represent Jesus incorrectly to people like kids who are impressionable in a learning or students and or you're leading in an area, yeah. then yeah, you have to have standards that follow what Jesus told us to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to put it in the perspective of if you're if you're not a Christian, this is because if you don't buy into what Scripture says or or that or that God is real or any of those sort of things, it's still the prerogative of the organization to to be represented how they would like to be represented, and um, you know it's different in because this is a church, and so we're looking at it from a little bit of a different perspective than just like a normal business. Because the, in the NFL, for example, if if you're upset that your team didn't sign Colin Kaepernick, then you don't have to support that team. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go down the road. And I know that there's much more on the table here because we're talking about the spirituality and uh, of an individual mm-hmm. and multiple individuals who have now taken this and, and said, so many people have said, this is why I don't go to church. Yeah. And I saw, that a, I saw a lot of that. And honestly, I don't think that's a fair comment because, um, I think that you aren't going to go to church regardless. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Not every single situation, but this is it's it's not like you knew that this was the situation with that church yeah. up to this point. Yeah. You know, it's it's you weren't going for other the, reasons. The easy softball of well, Christians are judgmental, or Christians are hypocrites, mm-hmm. so that's why I don't go. First off, Christians are hypocrites, yes, cuz everyone's a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, as long as the church is authentic enough to be like, hey, we're full of hypocrites and you're welcome too, yeah. because we're all hypocrites, then then come. Um, and and calling out and recognizing, um, you know, when things are hypocritical as well, though. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's not it's not good to say we're all hypocrites. Let's just all be hypocrites together. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's what we need to say is yeah, we've all been hypocritical in our, hypocritical in our life, and we want to try to correct that. Yeah, it's I, being a hypocrite is saying one thing but doing the other. Yeah. How many times are there things that I believe that I should do and I don't do it? Mm-hmm. That, I'm a, that makes everybody me a everybody can say correct. That. Um, and then when it comes to the judgmental aspect of it, I completely agree that that churches and Christians should not judge people outside of their faith. But if we actually love people and what we yeah. believe sin is, it's it's God trying to protect us like a perfect father has has things for, for us. And it just falls down to love God and love each other. Mm-hmm. And so the the reason why um, we believe that premarital sex is sin is because um, it breaks the intimacy of the person you're married to. And when yeah. you're married to that person, the Bible's pretty clear about it, that two become one flesh. Um, the, the verse, your body is a temple, is not about anything but sex. Mm-hmm. So we should be protecting ourselves, and when we do that with other partners, even you can even look at culture and even say like it it destroys intimacy, yeah. whether you're a Christian or not. And so we believe you should not do that because it destroys intimacy in your future marriage, which God wants to bless, and you are right. one. Doesn't mean that if you ever do it, you can't. I had premarital sex, and I'm I'm a pastor. So there's 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 things that you can. You're, we're not saying there's grace doesn't reach you. Yes, which I think is is what's people always read into but just like i i don't feel like i have the i have the i can call out certain things when i don't know anything about it mm-hmm. um a lot of people are now jumping on the bandwagon of yeah see their church is judgmental when they like haven't actually experienced church yeah. some people have yeah and some yeah. people i understand why they think that because their church was really judgmental mm-hmm. but um we are called to live by a standard at and and a church a good church says, if you say you're a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. then you should be living by the standard. Yeah. If you're not, then do do what you want. We want you to meet Jesus, but you don't mm-hmm. have to live by our standard. You don't know Jesus. Right. But if you know Jesus, mm-hmm. you can't say, yeah, I know Jesus. I'm going to do whatever I want now. I was like, no, you need to live by a standard, man, because it, you don't. Do you actually believe it then. Yeah. Because if you are saying, I, I, I'm a follower of Jesus, but I'm not willing to do what Jesus tells me to do, yeah. then are you really a follower of him? Right. So... As a church and as pastors, we're going to be held responsible for that. And there's going to be hard messages that I preach that I'm going to say that I've that I have preached and you preach mm-hmm. about calling things out for people that are followers of Jesus. And yeah. I'm going to call it out. I don't want I don't want everyone to come and be like, oh, that was just always fun. I want people to leave mm-hmm. church sometimes like not enjoying it because they are so convicted yeah. by what the Holy Spirit's telling them. But the opposite, we don't want to do that to we don't want people that are non Christians to come into church and fe- mm-hmm. le- left. And leave feeling that way. So we need to make sure we do that. Yeah. But yeah, the first step is always love and grace and mercy and and finding Jesus. But you're you're absolutely right. For far too the, there's there's a fine line between you know showing grace to people. But but just as as Paul says in the New Testament, okay, so we found grace. What does that mean for us? Should we just continue sinning? Yeah. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Instead, because of the grace that we found. We that should encourage us and inspire us to want to do good and mm-hmm. want to do right. Yeah. Not abuse it and say, "Great, we have grace; we can do whatever we want." Yeah. There's there's a big difference because when you understand that living a certain way is not be, so you don't have any fun. Right. But it's because a, a God who knows more than we do loves us so much and wants us mm-hmm. to be safe and wants us to be protected, so doesn't want us to fall into the traps that sin creates. Yeah. Then we look at it differently, and Jesus always balanced grace and truth. Yes. Always balance those mm-hmm. two. Grace and truth. 
Yeah. So there's times you need to speak truth. Mm-hmm. Like some churches are all grace. Mm-hmm. You need to speak truth sometimes. Some churches are all truth. They don't give enough grace. Yeah. We need to balance both of those because that's what Jesus constantly did, grace and truth. Yeah, because Jesus would show grace to to the woman who was just caught in the act of adultery. Yep. And then he would show he would give truth to the Pharisees who called her out and were cast getting ready to stone her to death. Yeah. So he showed both in the same process and why, depending why, on the person. And why grace to her and truth to the Pharisees? Because, grace to her because we don't really know too much of her background, but obviously she was living a, a lifestyle that was not healthy for her, but she hadn't had all the experiences and opportunities that, that maybe the Pharisees did, and maybe she didn't know the truth that was involved or or, or the, given the opportunity. And the, and the Pharisees were... Christian people. Yes, they were the ones who were leading leading the the church. They're held more responsible. But even with the girl in adultery, he says, wherever your accuser's gone, he reached out to her first. Yeah. Then I I don't accuse you either. And then what does he end with? Yeah, go on and sin no more. Go and sin no more. What if he said, okay, I don't accuse you either. Go back. No, he says, now don't go back to that Mm -hmm. because I freed you from that. Yeah. Don't go back to that. You don't have to keep doing that. So a church needs to tell people, don't go back to that. And so because of that, because there are certain things, there needs to be a standard. I think we're in agreement, though. Um, If this is the only time it was talked about with this person, then then they need to do better next time. But the reason why... We don't know that, though. Yeah. But but the reason why this is this is out of bounds to share this on social media like that is because now all of a sudden it's being shared with a ton of people who don't know Jesus yet. Mm-hmm. And now it could push them even further away and make them think think even less of the church and less of Jesus than maybe they already did because they're seeing something and they're encountering something that that we want them to encounter, but we want them to meet Jesus first. Because when you've got Jesus in your life, then these things can yeah, follow. Yeah, but that, I don't know if that fall, falls on her as yeah. much because she's just going back to church. She's just getting... So like, yeah. um, she might be a follower of Jesus. She might not be. So I don't know if that falls on her. I think the mature thing would have been to call and be and talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't think the mature thing ever is to post screenshots and then blast yeah. it um, online. But at the same time, it is an organization and it's like, yeah. I'm trying to help. So I understand why she did some of it, even though I don't agree with but it. But she says in it, this is not to bash the church. It then, is. then why? What is it? It is to bash the church. It obviously is. Yeah. It, it's it's to try to dirty the name of Lighthouse. Yeah. Which which is not fair to them. Yeah. Um, and then even gives the person, the director, of the new connections yeah, director p- Puts her name, name out there. And some of that. So, which I didn't read. Yeah, yeah. So it's there's some of that stuff. But if a church doesn't have standards, then you shouldn't go to church. Anyways. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, if a church doesn't have standards when it comes to who's working with the kids, then anyone can work with your yeah, kids. Yeah, then your kids are in danger. Yeah, get out. So they need to have standards with that stuff. So we agree with that. Just our big thing is maybe could have been done better not knowing the whole thing. So yeah. if maybe it was already talked about and then the email was sent follow, follow up, then right. we have no... So we're not really judging with that. I, all I would say is if this is the only thing, this mm-hmm. one email and she didn't... It was never told face to face that it could have it could have been approached better for sure. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that was because this is something that all churches go through and yeah. all churches have those standards. So I think this is a good thing to understand why we do that. Well, well, give us your feedback. Let us know what what you think and how you would react to to something like this. If uh, it, if your church has done this or has these standards or not, uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know um, if there's anything we missed or we kind of said wrong. You can if you're a part if you're NYM or as in you are a, a patron, you you contribute to Patreon, then um, you can 
you can uh, just put it on, on that group and let us know. We'll, we'll talk to you on that. You can also go to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, send us a message, all those. You can send us an email, nymchristianpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, nymchristianpodcast.com. There's a lot of ways you can contact us. Shane, what's another way they could maybe contact us? Oh, easy. Why don't you just go to a swamp and you find a crocodile? Why don't you just, you come say, on, just go to a swamp? Yeah, you say, after a while, crocodile. And he said, <laughs> you say, after a while, crocodile. Uh-huh. And he goes, what'd you say to me? And then you jump on his back. You wrestle him to the ground. You take your question. Don't wrestle him. You, no, you wrestle, wrestle him. him. You tape. You take your question. You tape it to his back. Slap his butt. Send it our way. We'll get it. Easy. No problem. I'd rather them not send a crocodile. How do, and how do you know if it's a crocodile, not an alligator? The the the, the, the snout is it's pointed. The, it's the. I was gonna say beak, but that's that that's, can't that's be a bird. <laughs> it's yeah. snout. If you see a beak on it, it's a bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't wrestle that. <laughs> don't that. Don't don't wrestle a bird. All right, let's take a really quick break, and then uh, we'll get to a fun Valentine's Day game, and then we'll close out. So let's take a uh, quick break. you enjoyed that great break hope you went to the bathroom uh, <laughs> what? it was intermission okay <laughs> i mean i guess you can take this into the bathroom get, with you yeah and listen to stuff but as we've already said valentine's day is coming up guys it's, it's right it's here yeah if you didn't know that you better get your stuff yeah you better go to edible arrangements mm-hmm. you better go to pro flowers probably too late yeah sherry's berries sherry and I, it's, it's all got to be too late there's it no way you can get yeah. it today you know what go to go to the your local grocery store mm-hmm. And, and get it. You know what? Anyways, I that's that's what you should do anyways because yeah, it's yeah, so much it's cheaper. Way cheaper. Pro flowers is kind of expensive, but yeah. it's nice. If you go to Sherry's Berries and get like a dozen child covered strawberries, they'll run you like forty bucks. I know. Yeah, you're gonna have to get a it's loan insane. out. Insane. Yeah, it's not worth doing. So no, just make it yourself. Yeah, come on. Yeah, just get the- <laughs> just get some strawberries, dip them in chocolate. Yeah, let them dry. Yeah, drizzle it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. I've never done that. I don't know nope. how to do that. Yeah, I don't know if that's just just buy a chocolate fountain for your house. Yeah, I don't know if any of those were the steps. Got to be cheaper than Sherry's berries. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. Um, all right, they're not a sponsor. No, they are. If you can't tell by the way we're talking about it. Not yet. If they are, then go go buy it. Oh, if they are, we cut all this out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here, we're going to do a a nice Valentine's Day quiz. You want to do a Valentine's Day quiz? Okay. So, and and the title of this says If you can't pass this quiz, you're not ready for Valentine's Day. So there's nine questions. If you score seven or more, Mm. you're a real Cupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're both going to go. Okay. Uh, and, and neither of us know the answers nope. to either of these. So we're going to do this yep. together. So we'll see who's more of a Cupid. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. In which country okay. is it customary for women to give men chocolate on Valentine's well, Day? Now, wait. Are we both answering the question or are we alternating questions? No, we'll both answer. Okay. Relax. In which country is it customary for women to give men chocolate on Valentine's Day? Japan, Canada, Switzerland, or Italy. <laughs> Italy. It- Italy. Uh, I have my answer. All right. What is it? Sweden. <laughs> Switzerland? It's, uh, Switzerland. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Japan. <laughs> All right. Let's see. And the answer, 
Japan. Really? Women might be waiting for chocolate in America, but the tradition in Japan is for women to do the giving on Valentine's Day. They'll give chocolates to romantic interests, plus, plus friends, family, and coworkers. The men return the favor a few months on White Day. What about like Swiss wow, chocolate? Wow, White Day? Really <laughs> racist, Japan. <laughs> what about Swiss chocolate? What huh? about it? I don't know. It, it's a type of... <laughs> what is that? Why is that... Because uh, I said it's to... in Switzerland. <laughs> All right. Dang. Here we go. Ready? Did you know the answer ahead of time? Nope. Cheated. The Bronx Zoo lets you name an animal after your lover on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Lover. What is it? Uh, uh, are there multiple choice? Yep. <laughs> okay. Can I was waiting wait? for them. So here's the animal you can name on Valentine's Day for your lover. The Bronx Zoo. Pigeon. Mm-hmm. Duck. Rat, <laughs> cockroach. Are you serious? That's the four options. Those are terrible I have options. No clue. I'll go first. I'm gonna say rat, pigeon. What else? Duck, duck, rat, rat, cockroach. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the duck because it's close to closer to like a like geese. You know, like like a, or swans. It's closer to swans. Oh, it's yeah. in the same and family. Seven swans are swimming. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Cockroach. Yeah. Why? Why? I had a feeling it was either rat or cockroach because because it's so ludicrous. The Bronx Zoo will email you a certificate proving that you named a cockroach after your lover with its name a roach program. Isn't that like an insult to your lover? Shell out that ten dollar fee and rest easy knowing you have a gift that's sure to please. Wow, that's terrible. Yep. What a dumb... I should have gone cockroach. You know what? I had idea. All right. Um, You are not very Cupid. What did the founder of Domino's give his future wife for their first Valentine's Day? How would I know? (laughs) This determines if I'm ready (laughs) for Valentine's Day? Marbled brownies, a heart-shaped pizza, like Nirvana heart-shaped box, a Domino's gift card. That's stupid. Chocolate-covered pizza. What was the first one? Marbled brownies. That <laughs> Do they? Is that like a dessert at Domino's? I don't know. Marble brownies, a heart-shaped pizza, a Domino's, Domino's gift, gift card, card, or what else? Chocolate-covered pizza. Ew. <laughs> you I, go first. Oh gosh. You go, ew. <laughs> you went, ew. Uh, that's that's weird. So I'm gonna go with that chocolate-covered pizza. I'm gonna go with a heart-shaped pizza. Oh, that's probably right. I was thinking it that. is a heart-shaped Damn pizza. Oh, that would, would give chocolate. <laughs> I was gonna go with that either way. <laughs> that would make Domino's sense. founder Tom uh, Monahan, Monahan met his wife while delivering pizza to a college dorm. On the second date, he gave his Valentine a heart-shaped pizza. Yeah, I went with chocolate-covered pizza. <laughs> Because the last one was, would you name you get to name a cockroach after your lover? And it was weird. And so I was like, okay, maybe these are just all weird things. Next. Which, Thank you. Next. <laughs> which movie? I'm, I'm two to nothing. Oh, which movie was not released on Valentine's Day? Okay. Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. A Good Day to Die Hard. <laughs> Daredevil. Ben Affleck. That's a terrible oh, movie. That's awful. Fifty Shades of Grey. Which movie was not released on Valentine's Day? I'm going to go first. All right. I'm going to go with Fifty Shades of Grey. Because it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so think? it's either uh, Daredevil... Liz- Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. A Good Day to Die Hard. A Good Day to Die Hard. Or Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, what I'm going to go with... A good day to die hard. All right. I know it's wrong. Fifty Shades of Grey Golly. came out on February 13th, 2015. 
presumed <laughs> the day before Valentine's Day. I still I feel like that still counts for Valentine's Day, honestly. But yeah. presumably, single people made up most of the opening night audience for the other three. <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to be presumptuous. Wow, that is oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. You are really bad at this, Lauren. How, I'm so sorry. How much? Yeah, I'm not prepared. Good luck. How much do Americans spend on Valentine's Day? Mm. And this doesn't say like a year. I guess just the day. Yeah. Okay. Let's Ten point five million, eight point three billion. Oh gosh, I thought it was gonna be like individual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like too. an average American. That's why I was seeing the numbers. Ten point five million, eight point three billion, nineteen point seven billion, and forty point two billion. I think it's got to be in the billions. Uh, and I go first. Right? Yep. Read, read me the billions again. Don't eight point three, nineteen point seven, forty point two. <sighs> I'm gonna go the nineteen. I'm gonna go the forty point oh. two. It is 19.7. Yes. You finally got it right. <laughs> got one. About 55%. I'm coming of, for you, Lauren. About, oh, gosh. <laughs> Run. Run, Lauren. About 55% of Americans celebrate Valentine's Day. The National Retail Federation that. Projected, that, predicted that the average consumer would spend 146.884 cents. What? On flowers, candy, jewelry, and more in 2016 for a record-breaking total of 19.7 billion. Wow, people spent 146 dollars, 150 bucks, and that didn't and that's include not the even dinner. Like the date. <laughs> I know, just flowers, candy, just jewelry, kids. and more. Christmas just happened. I know. Geez, I guess that these people aren't on past their salary. All right, was it two to one? Yep. No, I think you got three. Oh, I do have three. Dang it. I which just went with two to one. Which fast food? <laughs> which fast food chain offers tableside service on Valentine's Day? I think I know the answer to this. Oh, you do? KFC, Burger King, Quiznos, White Castle. Oh, the one I thought was not. <laughs> what do you I think? Thought, I thought it was Chick Fil A did that. <laughs> um, KFC, Burger King, Quiznos, White Castle. I'm gonna go with White Castle. Okay, KFC, Burger King, Quiznos, White. See, Quiznos uh, sucks. Yeah. Oh can yeah. We, can we? Just, are are they out of business yet? I don't know. KFC's not that great either. I like KFC. I'll, I'll go take, Popeyes. Hey, I'll over. take Popeyes because they got that Cajun rice. Yeah. Anyways, oh um, and spicy chicken. Oh, oh my oh. goodness. All right. So I do think that it is White Castle, but since you went with that, I'm going to go with something else. You can go with it. You no. got to catch up, though. Yeah. So White Castle, uh, KFC, Burger King, Quiznos. Yep. Let's go Burger King. Okay. It was White Castle. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> That's four. On Valentine's Caveat, Day. Caveat, it should be 42. That's what I thought. White Castle switches up its usual fast food vibe with hostess seating, table serving, table service, and a menu that includes shrimp nibblers and Ooh. strawberry and cream waffles. Ooh. See, we don't really have Get White those Castle reservations in quick. Yeah, I, we don't. I don't. I've never been to White Castle. Oh, I've been. I've been to In and Out Burger. I've never That's been to In and Out Burger. That's a West Coast thing. Huh? When did? Yeah, I did it. I went there. When I was in California. When did Conversation Hearts get their start? Which, oh, they, by they the ended. way, they just ended. They're not doing them anymore. Did they? By the way, they suck. Yeah, and good thing they ended. They're no, terrible. no, the chalk ones suck. But you get sweet tart ones. They're pretty darn good. Yeah, well, they're good because they're sweet tarts. Yeah, because I don't have to eat chalk. Those original chalk ones are cool. Ugh. It's chalk. Um, okay, when did it get start? 1866, 1912, 1956, 1980. Again, 1866, 1912, 1956, 1980. Whatever you say, I'm not going to say the same one. Even though I could, I'd make sure I win. I'll go 1866. Oh, you get smoked. 1866, Daniel Chase, brother of Neko founder Oliver Chase, made a machine to print savings on food dye on the candy waf
and the small Motto Hearts debuted in 1902. The original candies used to be bigger, making room year-round for phrases like, how long shall I have to wait? <laughs> Jeez. Please be considerate, and please send a lock of your hair by return mail. What? Yikes. Oh, people in the early 1900s <laughs> are weird. Which definitely would not fit today's text me, sweethearts. That's dumb. That's a dumb thing. Two more. All right. I don't think you can win. No. In Roman mythology, who is Cupid's mom? No, no. Um, no, Psyche, Venus, Juno, or Luna? Uh, I have no clue. I'm going to go with Venus. No! <laughs> That's Good. what I'm saying. I you're, think it is Venus. Are you going with Venus? Yeah. It is Venus. I knew it. See, yep. I knew it. That's right. Cupid is the son of Venus, the goddess of love, and Mercury. I think I remember that from Hercules. Um the Disney movie. <laughs> is that yeah, that's already all my knowledge. By the way, yeah. did you see the new Aladdin trailer? With Will Smith? Oh my god. Wow. How, he looks can they mess weird. that up anymore? What were they thinking? They like I'm hoping that they see this backlash and go, Oh crap. Yeah. We gotta do something about this. Oh crap. We need to scrap this whole movie. Like what he looks horrific. It's a it's embarrassing. Even my kids were like, What? What is that? Yeah, it looks terrible. I think if you have Will Smith voicing the genie, then, yeah, then just, sure. just do a whole and you could kind of use some of Will Smith's features yeah. and make a, a whole CGI Will Smith. I think that's like, kind of what they did. No, though. like no, like you can do um you ever see The Hobbit? Yeah. You remember the dragon is Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't tell it's him, but they actually did use like it, stuff from his yeah, face. Yeah. So it was him. Do that for the genie. Yeah. Don't is... don't just make him blue and put a little thing on his head. He looks horrific. Yeah, My yeah. He just he look it's kinda like like uh like the genie version of Schmeagle. Yep. From Lord of the Rings. It was weird. Nah, Schmeagle looked better. No, no, but I mean like if it, it it was a weird looking oh, character. Yeah. The only came was like what? Yeah. Okay. Um. It looks a, so bad. Let's end on a on a happy note. Right. Which president lost his first wife on Valentine's <laughs> oh, Day? Oh my goodness. John Tyler, Millard Fillmore, Theodore Roosevelt, and Woodrow Wilson. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which by gonna, the way, I am terrible with presidents. Yeah, I'm gonna go with with Woodrow Wilson. We, I'll go with uh, Theodore Roosevelt. What we got? What we Theodore got. Roosevelt. You got smoke. <laughs> wow. I got two right. You were horrific. How I only does, got two wrong, I think. How does any of those how do any of those questions <laughs> prepare me for Valentine's Teddy Day? Teddy Roosevelt lost his first wife, Alice Lee, to the kidney illness, Bright's disease, mm. on February 14th, 1884, the same day that his mother died of oh gosh. The typhoid same. fever the same day? Wow. Oh boy! Teddy Roosevelt was a bad dude. By the way, you got two right. I got you got two right. I got two wrong. I'm aware. I had two wrong. I smoked you. Well, that's because you already celebrated Valentine's Day. That's why, (laughs) right? For the mask. Smoking. Stop Stop it. Right? You remember that? No. Smoking. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.